This episode was brought to you by D. McGregor Creations. During these times, we definitely want to celebrate and support our Black small business owners, and D. McGregor Creations is just that. And he focuses on candles, and you guys know I love my candles. After cleaning and jamming out to some of that old school music, you light a candle and it just is everything. And their candles are such great qualities, such great smells, okay? Amazing smells. And they're only $7, okay? He also does painting, calligraphy. He designs original t-shirts that you can have for yourselves. When I asked him, what is it that inspires you to keep going in your business? He stated he wants to build something for his younger relatives and a work that he desires to continue doing for the rest of his life. I thought that was so encouraging. Growing up, Derek stated that his parents always encouraged him to be proud of his black heritage and to be creative. And during these times, he he produced these things to create of a high quality that not only he could enjoy, but others as well. So you guys, the link is in our show notes, but you can find him on Etsy at D as in Derek McGregor Creations. And it's all one word. There are no spaces in between. You can also contact him directly via email at Derek, D-E-R-R-I-C-K dot McGregor, M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R at McGregor dot biz. And biz is B-I-Z. Now let's get into the show. When God called us to be moms, he added another layer of purpose into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, hey, and chat friends. help moms find peace and purpose by speaking about all things faith and postpartum. We are here for you, sis. We understand. Um, You know, typically we do do our check-ins at the end. I'm like, hey girl, how are you doing? How's life? How was your week? But uh, I do know and understand that a majority of our community, um, our African-American women are or um, women and moms, wives of of minority race of of color, and so obviously with everything going on right now in the states, um, I definitely just want to say that moms, we we we, <laughs> it's so hard to express sometimes. We we are here, we understand. We're going through it with you. Um, I've definitely been praying for for strength for us as the wives as the moms of our men, because a lot of times, well, because God created us as women, right, to be carriers. We carry children. We give birth to a lot of things. We speak a lot of things to existence in our households. We are the ones, as you always hear people say, um, you know, women change a house into a home. We have the power to shift things within our family and our communities and our households. 
And I know that this is a time that's especially hard emotionally, mentally, it's heavy for us. Um, this is definitely the time where we, we've learned with COVID to grab onto each other and hold each other tighter, but definitely during these times, not only hold each other tighter, but give gratitude and thanks to our men in our lives, to give thanks to the women in our lives, um, to say that I, I love you and I'm caring for you. And I know that whenever we, whenever you walk outside of this house, it's, people are going to look at you differently, regardless of who you are, how you act, your wonderful personality, your willingness to help, um, you just wanting to provide. They're going to look at you differently because of your skin tone and your hair and everything. But know that I still love you. Know that I am praying for you. Know that I care for you. Know that I see you. And the same with our children. I, I, I know we have moms on here with children of different ages, so those conversations can vary and can be different. They're telling them that, hey, you are loved. Things are happening in the world that we know that God did not intend. This is all man's doing. But God, right, but God, God wants us to love others. That's, that is what he wants. He wants us to love. He wants us to lend that helping hand. So regardless of what's going on, we still continue have to, to love, to search and and lean into him more and more and more. Um, I'm not going to make this a long episode, guys. <laughs> because I know you guys have probably heard this and seen this in every email and everything going on. So I, I definitely don't want to to keep you guys. But something that I did want to do um, if you guys follow our Instagram page, there is um, a beautiful lady that I follow. Her name is Ruth Joseph, and she posted a um, a prayer over our men. And I reposted it in our stories, but I wanted to just say the prayer real quick here on the podcast. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you today on behalf of my sisters to pray for our husbands to let them be drawn closer and closer to you as they continue to live in a world where the color of their skin is a threat. Lord, let them dwell in love, peace, and joy, not in rage or frustration. When his heart is uneasy, quiet him with your love and compassion, letting him know everything is already okay. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I will put that, I will type it up and put that in our notes as well, because I believe it's just so powerful. It was short and powerful, <laughs> but um, I definitely loved it. Um, but kind of just the conversation today, I just want you ladies to know that we're definitely a community here. And if there is anything that you need to chat about, write us in our DMs, send us an email, let us know. Because I definitely understand that we are not in a, that not everybody's in a position where they have the full support to vent, to let their emotions out. So I do want to let you guys know that you're more than welcome to write us a DM on our podcast page, our Four Moms podcast on Instagram, on our community page, The Calling FM. Um, you're more than welcome to send me an email um, at your BFF at mommy's, M-O-M-M-Y-S move dot com. You're more than welcome to do these things because I definitely want to be sure that you are not going through this alone and you have a place to vent and to release. Um, (laughs) Speaking of release, you guys know that we are coming out with our prayer journal at the end of this month, June 22nd. I'm super excited about it. 
we definitely have some things that obviously we're getting things together to release that. Um, and on June 27th, it's going to be a pre-launch, by the way. Um, so please stay tuned for that. We will be having an Etsy shop that will be up and that's where you will be able to order. Obviously, we'll have the links in our bio, but June 22nd is never our pre-sale will happen. Um, and from that, also, you guys get on get in on our email list. We do have some emails that are going out as our midweek pump up. So I hope you guys can um, are able to get be, be on that list and get our emails as well. Um, last but not least, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so we have our prayer journal coming out, Search and Surrender. Um, and again, kind of just going back with me as a person. So I have always been journaling since a little girl. I had, you know, diaries, which I wrote in code. <laughs> so just in case somebody just happened to pop them open, they, they'd be a little confused. But I wrote in code. Um, that sent me a flashback of like Moesha. Y'all know she always was writing her dear diary <laughs> whenever she was opening or closing the uh, the episodes. But I um, have always been a writer. That was always how I expressed myself. Even whenever my husband and I first started dating, it was very hard for me to verbalize how I felt. We would literally have a conversation. I would sit there quiet and he would walk off and I would text him like <laughs> how I felt. And he was like, why couldn't you just say that? And it was like, I don't know. It's just so much easier for me to write. Um, and somewhere along the way, as I you know, got older and stuff, I didn't journal as much. I didn't write as much. I used to write poems and songs and everything. And I just didn't do that as much. And after having Gemma and having to deal with a newborn and almost toddler, balancing that life, um, just figuring things out. Um, my husband was working a lot. He was working all types of hours. And I just felt so alone and I felt so neglected. I felt like I just couldn't get time for myself. I felt like I was just mentally going crazy. Like I just didn't know how to handle it. And um, y'all heard you know me talk about this point in my life before, but it was just such a burden and I just didn't understand how to release. Um, I did a couple of um, interactions with a girl, um, her name was Destiny. She was a prayerist, And in that session time, I was reintroduced to journaling. She was telling me, you know, to write down my feelings and emotions. And from, so there was two things that came from those sessions. One, um, reintroducing me to journaling. And then two, introducing God in the sense that, yes, he is a parent, but he's not an overbearing parent. I think a lot of times we look at God as like, you better do this or, and that's kind of where like the religion versus relationship comes in. But um, I was starting to see God as I'm like his, you know, like his little girl. And um, yeah, God is, you know, he is going to put us through some things we may not enjoy, but God is ultimately just a loving parent that we can lean on and that we can trust. And so, of course, I just, um, that changed my perspective. And in that, in that short time, I started journaling by myself, doing things by myself. And God presented me with this prayer journal, literally on New Year's Day of 2019. Yeah, it was the year 2019. Just sitting down, journaled. He gave me the outlay of this, of this prayer journal. And I said, well, what am I supposed to call this? And he said, search and surrender. Wow. Okay. There's an excerpt here in the prayer journal that has a letter from God. 
And it's exactly as he told me. And it was just just for you. This journal was created for me and for you to give to you. Because in those times where I know where we feel like we're just going crazy and we always hear um, these older people of, of the church and of our in our families, oh, just lean into God. But sometimes it's not really broken down in how to do that. It's not, you know, they just tell you to do it, but there's no steps given. There's nothing given. And so that's why I feel like God had me create this prayer journal. There are, there's an area for you to petition your prayers. There's an area for you to just get things out and to journal and have conversations with God and categorize your steps into action steps and focus points of what you're going into praying about and action steps of what you get out. There's plenty of space for you to be as detailed as you need to be in regards to the different, the detailed prayer that you're asking God for, the detailed questions, even if you just want to have a session of saying how grateful you are. And um, and then finally, there is a session as well as whenever you overcome these things, whenever you conquer these things, these battles and these hard times, they're more than likely going to come up again. Because in reading in reading the Fervent book, I have definitely learned that the enemy has different ways and strategies of trying to attack your mind, of trying to attack your household in different ways. And he's going to keep continuously trying to do that. But regardless of that, as long as we stay strong, as long as we are verbalizing and saying that I am I can do this, I am capable. God has equipped me with everything. God is always on my side. I will continuously praise God. May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing to God. He is my rock and my redeemer. He will always provide. As he provides for the animals of the earth, he will provide for me because I am his climax creation. I am his greatest creation. And he created me in the image of him, so I know that he's going to look out for me. Like We have to do these things and say these things because regardless of that, God, I mean, the devil is, is going to try. The enemy is going to try. But sometimes we have to look back at these times and be like, you know what, I, I accomplished it, then I can accomplish it again. Y'all had a hard time at work on this day, and it was crazy, so this day shouldn't be nothing. My kids were, were having a hard time, and they were acting out, but I prayed, and I said these prayers, and it was like, and on this day, I saw a shift, I saw a turnaround. Like, we have to uh, memorialize these times as well so we can push forward. And I don't know about you, but I definitely grew up as the girl that felt like I shouldn't have the the anxiety, the stress, the worry that I had because I had a good life. I wasn't the girl that grew up with, you know, a single parent household. I wasn't the girl that grew up, um, you know, where I had hard times or had to work, you know, and go. Well, I mean, I did work and go to school, but you know where it's like required of the house. You know, I, I wasn't at that point where I wasn't that girl that had, you know, families with extreme issues and drug problems. I, I wasn't that chick. And so whenever I would tell myself about these, tell my friends about these mental things I was going through, they're like, girl, like my mom over here going through this. And they're like, you should just you should be quiet and hush up. But everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different journey. Everything happens differently with them. And so granted, we were kids. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be different now, but we have to know that what what we are going through, it is affecting us and it does matter. But we also have different resources and things to get us to that next step and that next level. For me, this was the um, the stepping point in creating my foundation and creating my relationship with God. This was the stepping point to getting me there. 
I had this journal for, I, I didn't go to church for two years. I was dedicated in, in this journal, in this template that he gave me because I wanted to grow my relationship with him. I still have those journals. <laughs> they're, they're in a box, but I still have them. I had plenty of other journals as well that I just wrote in because I was more concentrated on growing my relationship than trying to let me go to church every Sunday and let me do this. And let me do, I mean, I still tithed. I still tithed during that time. <laughs> but um, but it was just like, why? What I'm trying to say is in the times that we feel so lost, we feel like we're not being listened to. Just know that God is there. And know that um, things have been created for us to get to that next step, to get to that next level, to open up doors, open up resources. Um, Like I said, again, ladies, we are here. Please reach out. Please, please, please reach out in regards to um, how you are feeling, in regards to your emotions, in regards to if you just need a space to vent, please reach out. And what, if it's not to us, just reach out to a, a close friend, reach out to a family member and just say, hey, I'm not doing good right now. Is it OK if I can just vent for a few moments? And just let them know. I hope you all have an amazing week an amazing week. OK, of course, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast, share this with a friend. Um, be sure to go. And um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> oh, um. Find us on Instagram at Four Moms Podcast, um, also The Calling FM. And again, if you guys have any suggestions, um, please leave a review or send us an email, your BFF at mommiesmove.com. We love you, mom friends, and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.